Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Commerce Club podcast. I'm your host Sophie Biggestaff and this show is all about helping small product-based business founders debunk the challenges they're facing in their business right now. I've worked in the retail industry for the past 12 years for some of the world's biggest brands including Ralph Lauren, Kate Spade and Burberry and I now use my extensive industry experience to help entrepreneurs like you set up and grow their brands. Okay, so this week on the Commerce Club podcast, I am doing something a little bit different in celebration of the launch of my online course platform, which you guessed it, is called the Commerce Club. The Commerce Club is an educational platform where you will find courses designed and led by me to support you in starting your very own e-commerce or product-based business. I guide you through how to get started with developing your idea and turning it into reality so that you can make money from the products you want to sell from the day that you launch. I'm going to teach you everything I know from my 13-year career in the retail industry and give you actionable steps to take along the way to make sure you are moving in the right direction to set this business up. Let's just say, for example, you've got a great idea for a fashion brand or maybe even a new beauty product. You've probably been spending quite a bit of time searching Google for the answers to questions like, where should you even start with turning your idea into a business? How do you even find the products you want to sell? How much should you charge for your products? Will this business make you actually enough money to leave your full-time job? And how can you actually launch and make sales from this brand? Basically, the Commerce Club courses have been designed to give you the answers to all of those questions and give you a strategic action plan to get started, which is going to save you time on Google and money on making costly mistakes trying to figure it all out as you go along. So if you can visualise yourself in six months' time and you want to be seeing your first sales pinging through from your online shop after you source your dream products and launch them to a warmed-up audience on social media and you're committed to turning your ideas into reality, you are in the right place. Every day this week, I'm going to be sharing with you a module from the course with you completely for free. And in today's module, I am sharing with you how to build your strategy for your product business. So a strategy is simply a plan of action that you can implement to get you one step closer to your goals. And when you're setting up an e-commerce or a product-based business, there's a few strategies that you're going to want to create. So you're going to think about your product strategy. So things like what are you actually going to be selling? How many are you going to be buying of it? Why are you actually selling it? What is your unique selling point? We're also going to look at setting up a pricing strategy. So where does your price point sit in the market? What's going to incentivize people to buy from you? And how much is too much when it comes to pricing your products? You obviously need a marketing strategy. So how are you going to build awareness of your product that's out on market and target the people that you actually want to sell to? And then also never ever forget your sales strategy because it's actually how you're going to make money and sell to them. And this is all something that I cover in module two of my course, how to set up your product-based business in the Commerce Club. And I'm going to teach you everything that you need to know on this subject in this episode today. Module number two of how to set up and build your product-based business. In this module, we're gonna look at building you some foundations for your brand because you wouldn't build a house without laying the foundations first. And that's exactly the same approach you should take in your business. So we're gonna look at building you a strategy. So a strategy is simply a plan of action that you can execute to start getting you closer and closer to your goals. So in this module, we're gonna look at building you a product sales and marketing strategy. We're also gonna look at laying you some business foundations so that you've got a solid base to grow from. Okay. So let's delve in and look at how can you actually build a strategy. So when we talk about a strategy, it's essentially a fancy word for a plan. It's a plan that you're going to execute to get you closer and closer to the goal that you want to achieve at the end of the day. So what we're going to do is break down your top line goal into some mini goals and we're going to set yourself some deadlines for each one of those goals. 
We're then going to work backwards from the goal deadline. So that launch date that you've set yourself, we're going to keep working backwards and set yourself smaller deadlines for all of the tasks that you need to process along the way to help you achieve that top overarching goal. Each step of the process is going to give you an additional deadline to hit. And whenever you don't hit one of those deadlines, it essentially means probably the next phase of the process is going to be pushed back. So you need to be taking action consistently where it's needed to actually allow you to hit the deadline that you set yourself. So let's look at building you some strategies for your product based business. And there's four different strategies you might want to look into here, which is product, pricing, sales and marketing. Each area of this business is going to have a slightly different strategy. They might all intertwine and lock together to actually create your fully fledged business, but you're going to want to work on each stage of the process in different ways. So each one is going to have its own strategy. So if we think about a product strategy, I was a buyer in my past life, in my retail experience. That was where I focused my career. Um, so I've got a lot of information around product strategy that I can share with you. So. When it comes to building your product strategy, ultimately you need to be thinking about your end customer. Who is actually gonna be buying this product? And how can you build your product assortment to best serve them? So obviously you're gonna be thinking about what are you gonna offer in your assortment and how many options are you gonna have in there? Like how much choice does this customer realistically need to actually make a purchase with you? Is it just gonna be one product so you're not confusing it or are you gonna have multiple products in your product assortment? Thinking about this as a range plan, where does that product sit on your range plan? How many options and SKUs do you need to be um, buying into to offer your customer enough choice? Will you have multiple colors for your product? Because you could have one style and then multiple colors and that gives you various different options for the customer to select from. One thing you should be careful of is that you don't have too many colors or too many options because then you will just start cannibalizing your own sales because the customer has too much choice. So thinking about it from an assortment overview perspective, how many options should you have and how many options realistically are gonna be driving about 80% of your sales? Because in an ideal world, 80% of your sales should be like your core product assortment, things that are probably fairly consistent in your product assortment. Maybe they switch in and out seasonally for different colors or variations, but 80% of your sales should ideally be coming from a core product assortment that is gonna kind of live in your business for a long period of time. 20% of your sales ideally are coming from things that are interchangeable, that you change season on season or you bring in newness drops. And that's to keep the customer excited. So the core product assortment is really gonna be there because that is what you're known for as a brand. I know that I can come and rely on you, for example, for a basic white t-shirt, but then maybe that 20% of new products, maybe I know that I can buy that same white t-shirt in blue and that's really exciting for me because I love the fit of the white t-shirt. I know you're great at the white t-shirt so now I'm going to add in that extra option of the blue t-shirt. So thinking about how you can build solid assortments based on what you know works for you but you can add in additional revenue opportunity by adding in different colours, different variations of the style um, and that should generate about 20% of your assortment. So you should focus most of your attention on that 80%, which is where you're going to build out your core assortment. And the way I look at this is that you've got your core assortment, then you've got your fashion lines that are kind of added on to your core assortment. And then maybe you've got some exclusive high fashion limited edition pieces. And obviously I'm talking about this in the sense of a fashion brand. You can replicate this same module throughout um, different product categories. 
So once you know exactly what products you're going to be wanting to buy into, you then need to figure out how you're going to source and buy that product. So for example, if you're a fashion brand and you're going to be creating all of these t-shirts, you're going to want to research where the best production um, houses are for the t-shirts that you're producing and figure out which manufacturer you're going to use. Are you going to do this all from um, scratch and provide them with the designs? And I'll talk to you a bit about this in the next module. Or are you going to be buying these t-shirts and then put your own stamp on it through a wholesale or a white labeling method? So that is essentially going to form the basis of your product strategy because you're deciding exactly what you're going to sell and how you're going to find it and manufacture it and actually source the product into your business. Then let's look at your pricing strategy. Now your pricing strategy is super important in terms of you actually driving revenue and driving profit. So we need to figure out based on all of the research that you've done with your competitors, what price point do you want to be selling at? What is your recommended retail price? And then are you going to be offering any discounts onto that? We also want to think about, are you VAT registered? Do you need to pay any additional taxes? Because ultimately, all of that money is not coming to you, it's going to the tax man. So we need to be factoring those into all of your pricing scenarios. Are you going to be able to promote your product if you want to sell it at this price based on you getting certain cost prices? What profit do you want to be making? And where does your pricing sit versus your competition? Like, why would a customer choose to spend X amount with you over X amount with your competitors. So having a really clear pricing strategy is gonna make or break um, the reason why your customer decides to buy from you. And I'll come on to that in a little bit later on. We also need to set you a sales strategy. So this is figuring out how and where you're going to sell. So ultimately there's loads of different sales channels that you can utilize to drive yourself some revenue. And you need to figure out which ones are gonna be best for you. And that will come on another course later on down the line. However, it's good to think about it now as we're in that setup stage, thinking about now, where are you actually gonna be selling it? Are you gonna be selling it online? Are you gonna be selling it through third party retailers or marketplaces in a physical store location? Because that's gonna really help you identify your product and pricing strategy as well. We also want to be thinking about the retail calendar events that you might wanna participate in so that you buffer in to that pricing strategy any additional margin you might need in order to, for example, participate in events such as Black Friday or a discount um, on their first order or free shipping. We can factor all of those things in um, into your pricing strategy. But we need to think about it from a sales perspective. Is that going to be relevant to actually drive your sales? And then we also need to think about a marketing strategy. How are you going to feed all of these three, the product, the pricing and the sales into your marketing campaigns? How are you going to communicate all of the messages that you have um, developed through creating the sales product and marketing strategy through your marketing communications? So when you think about how you're going to market your product, um, where are you going to market your product? What kind of campaigns are you going to be using? Do you need to do a photo shoot? Are you gonna be doing copywriting for yourself? What keywords are associated with your product so that you can really hone in on that message um, and target the right people? What kind of content pillars are you gonna be using? Are you gonna be using social media? If so, which channels? Thinking about very strategically, based on your customer and the product that you're selling, how are you going to market to that customer in order to convert? Let's move on to laying you some foundations in your business. As I keep saying, and I'll reiterate the message, you would not build a house without laying the foundations first. So it's really important you lay the foundations in your business as well. The reason you wanna lay some foundations in your business is so you've got a really stable structure in order for you to grow. 
So later on down the line, you're not wobbling about, you don't get to year one and you're suddenly like, oh my God, I haven't got any systems in place to actually allow me to grow my business. I'm so hands on here. So the earlier you can lay your foundations in your business, the easier it's gonna be as your business develops and grows. So some of the foundations you're going to want to lay in your business are systems. So you're gonna to wanna to implement some systems and best practices in your business. So thinking about things that you can automate, what is it that you can automate? So obviously like payment providers, that's all very an automated process. Email marketing systems, that's an automated process. Zero for accounting, that can really help you manage your finances. Um, utilizing systems in different areas of your business is going to make your life so much easier. I remember when my, one of my first clients came to me and said that she was using pen and paper and a calculator to track all of her sales. And that kind of blew my mind a little bit because I was like, there's so many systems or resources or tools that you can utilize to do that. And it's gonna make your life 10 times easier and be way more efficient. So thinking about this, you're a business right now, pen and paper is not gonna cut it. You're gonna lose that bit of pen and paper. It's gonna take you hours to work it out. So implementing the systems really early on is going to allow you a lot more freedom later down the line um, to actually just run the business on a daily level and then the systems can do quite a lot of the hard work for you. Another foundation you're going to want to lay in your business is finding your supplier really early on because ultimately your supplier is going to be a partner in your business. So finding the right supplier is going to be super super important because ultimately they are providing you with your product and the product is essentially the most important part because otherwise you don't have anything to sell. So you need to have a very, very close knit relationship with your supplier. So you need to do the groundwork now to figure out, are they the right supplier for you? So you wanna figure out how you can find that supplier and then build a long lasting relationship with them. So you need to build that trust with them, build the relationship in order to have a really solid foundation to grow from with them as well. And they should be aligned on the mission and the values that you have as a business. You can also figure out now how you're actually going to fulfill your orders. Are you going to be shipping everything yourself or are you going to use a third party logistics to fulfill your orders for you? Now, something to think about here is if you want to have routes to your business, if you want to have um, be fulfilling all of these orders yourself, you're going to be quite location based. If you have a third party fulfilling these orders, that means you can kind of step away from that process and you don't have as much pressure on your hands when it comes to you getting orders and not being there to fulfill them. So have a think about that. Um, you don't even need to do that straight away. You can kind of change that as you grow. If you start off shipping your orders yourself, you can then move into third party logistics. But some people just want to get that part out of the way because ultimately that part takes up a lot of time if you're making consistent orders and you could be spending that time elsewhere. So it's important to figure that out from early on because that's ultimately where you'll get your product delivered to after it's been made. The last foundation you're going to want to lay is some ways of working and this is a like a blueprint structure of how you want to work in your business now ultimately right at the beginning it's probably just going to be you working in your business you're probably a one-man band founder however at some point down the line you're probably going to want to hire a team and if you've got some really clear set ways of working that's going to make it so much easier for other people to come into your business and just crack on with what they need to be doing so having some standard operating procedures is gonna be really helpful for you later down the line for you to keep replicating the process over and over again. Because if you are a product-based business, the chances are you're gonna keep buying the product. So if you can set a way of working from day one, you just need to keep replicating that every time the new product lifecycle comes around. 
but also whenever you have someone coming into your business that's going to be really clear for them when you're onboarding them exactly what your expectations are for their level of work so let's look at some actions from module two then so the first action that i'd like you to take is to write down your strategy in order to achieve your short-term business goals so if you think back to the goals that you set yourself in how to turn your idea into reality what do you need to do to achieve these goals so i want you to work backwards from that goal and write down the step-by-step -step process of what you need to do and then set yourself some deadlines to achieve each stage of this process by ultimately when it comes to this business setup process that timeline is going to be really critical in you hitting all of these deadlines in order for you to actually launch your business on time on the date that you wanted to launch by i also want you to start thinking about your business foundation so what can you do today to set yourself up for future business success do you need to invest in people systems processes resources whatever that might be. And honestly, these things are an investment. I know it feels really scary when you are running your business early on to actually invest money into your business because you don't know what the results are gonna be yet. However, you need to start thinking about investing in your business as an investment that you can get a return on rather than just a cost. And this is a common mistake I see so many founders making that they're scared to spend money because they see it as a cost. They don't look at it as an investment and what that potential investment return could be in the long run. So start thinking about the foundations that you could lay in your business and what investments you might want to make to help you set your business up to grow. And then final thing I want you to start thinking about is your product strategy because the next step of this process is sourcing your product. So I need you to be really clear on exactly what it is that you want to be selling, how many options you want to be offering, what kind of fabrics you want them in, what kind of colors you want them in, what that looks like for you as an end result. And then we're going to talk about sourcing that product and all of the options that you've got in the next module of this course. Those are the actions that I suggest you take in order to help you lay some solid foundations in your business. If you loved what you heard in today's module clipping from the Commerce Club, there is plenty more where that came from. Why not head over to thecommerceclub.co and enrol in the Start Bundle to start taking action to turn your ideas into reality today. And I'll guide you through all of the other modules in each one of these courses that you had a little taste from in today's episode of the Commerce Club podcast. So you can actually use the code STARTNOW to get 10% off your enrolment if you head over there right now. And I can't wait to see you there.